starting towards the bottom of the previous summit. In the Gemara earlier, we brought a Braisa, which has a Machlokas Tanakama Vachayrim. And we explained it as follows. The Kila Alma Savre, both Tanu and Magri, Hakoitzel Eschach and Layudas. One who initially cuts produce for the purpose of using Eschach, it does not have Yudas in regards to Tima. Vochabamaya Skinon, in the Braisa, the Machlokas is Kagoin Shakatzel Achille. In a case where you initially cut the produce for the purpose of eating it, you then reconsidered and decided to use it for schach. Concerning this case, Tanakama maintains that the produce does not have Yudas in regards to Timur, while Achaira maintained that it does have Yudas. The Gemara questions this. If we're dealing with a case where you cut the produce for the purpose of eating it, what is the reasoning for Tanakama who hold that it does not have a yav? Originally, when it was designated for eating, it did have a yav. How did it change? And if you'll say Tanakama maintains that that when he reconsidered and decided to use it as his original machshava to use it as food is butl, and the stems are no longer classified as yudas. I'll ask, can a tema designation that was affected through an earlier machshava be butl through assuming a different machshava? But not otherwise. They are considered finished. through a machshava to leave it as it is. you cannot reverse that because a masa moiti can reverse the effects miyad masa and miyad machshava of a previous masa or a previous machshava, but a machshava einamatziya cannot reverse lo miyad masa or lo miyad machshava. We clearly see that a machshava cannot be mavatla previous machshava. How then can Tanakama maintain that just because you decided to use it as chach, it no longer is considered a yad? And if you would say the rule that a machshava cannot be mavatl an earlier machshava applies only in regards to kailim which achushev. Avoyudas of edible products that are torech achilanimi, they're useful only for the purpose of eating the foods, and they're not chushev. You would say that just as something becomes classified as a yad through a machshava, it can lose its classification as a yad through a different machshava. But that is not so simple. All yudas of food that one broke up on the threshing floor are to it, meaning it is no longer considered a yad. It is still considered a yad. Now there is a machlokas regarding the meaning of the term besusan. All is well, the man that omar besusan means heterigidon. You just untied the binding of the sheaves, shabbat. Because unbinding is not a physical master in the stems, it is just a machshava. It demonstrates that the owner no longer needs them attached to the grain. And because in this Mishnah, Tanakama says that with this machshava, it is no longer considered a yad, we can say that Tanakama of the previous Braise would say the same, that with a machshava to use it as chach, it is no longer considered a yad. It means besusa mamash, you actually crush the straws. According to this pshat in the Mishnah, even the Tanakama needs a masa, such as crushing, for it to lose its status as a yad. How can we say in the previous Braise that where you initially cut the branches for the purpose of eating the food and then had a machshava and decided to use them as chach, that according to Tanakama, the machshava itself reverses the designation of the stems as yudas. There is no Tana who maintains such an opinion that a machshava can be mavatla machshava in this case. The Muda answers, Here in the Braise too, we're dealing in a case where he actually crushed the stems when he decided to use the branches as chach. Therefore, Tanakam of the Braise maintains that the previous designation of the stems as Yudas is now Butl. We ask Ihocha, 
If so, did the Baraisa deals in a case where you actually crush the stems, what is the reasoning of the Achayim who maintain in that Baraisa? That the stems retain their designation as Yudas. Surely, a Masa as crushing is enough to be mavatl the previous classification as Yudas. The Muran says, Achayim say the same thing as Rabiosi, the Tanan of the previous mission we just mentioned, regarding Yudas of foods that you broke up on the threshing floor, Rabiosi Matama. Achayim agree with Rabiosi that crushing the straw is a massa that is not sufficient to be Mavatla's classification as a Yav. One asks Hamai, what type of comparison is this? They're in the Mishnah which deals with straw that was crushed on the threshing floor. Rabiosi's reason for considering the crushed straw still a Yav, while on the threshing floor it is still suitable for use as a Yav. The straw continues to serve as a Yav since it is suitable for enabling one to turn over the grain with a pitchfork. But here in Abadaisa, which deals with stem, that one intends to use as chach. For what is this stem suitable once it is crushed? What basis can there be for a chayim to pass and that it remains a yad? The answer is, It is suitable for the purpose that when one dismantles the sicker, he'll be able to hold the grain by grasping the straw. Therefore, a chayim hold that it remains a yad. Gifa, call you this huachlan shebesusa magodim tohoides. Ma'abesusa? He actually crushed them. He just untied their binding. That is why Rebiosi still considers them to be a yad, because untying is not a significant mass. He actually crushed the straws. Why does Rebiosi still consider them to be yudas? The act of crushing is enough to reduce the classification of the straw from that of a yad. While the grain is on the threshing floor, the straw continues to serve as a yad, since it is suitable for enabling one to turn over the grain with a pitchfork. As it says, It turns over the grain on the threshing floor. It turns over the attitude of Hashem. The Mishnah. We may cover a sickle with both. What explains their machloikas? Mishnah continues. If one put a board that is four tvachim wide on a sicker, the sicker is still kashare. It will not provide a shleishin tachtav that he does not sleep beneath the board. Mura will explain according to which tana is the cipher. The Gemara. Umarav. The machloikas between a bida and a maya ben asurim sheeshpren arbo is with boards that have a width of at least four tvachim. The maya is like a zayda sicker. In my hold, there is a gazayim and rabunon to assert boards that resemble those of the roof of a house. But Rabbi the Lesla, he doesn't hold of gazayim sticker. Other than a surim she'ayim boim arabu, in the case of boards that do not have a width of four tvachim, they have a because roofs are not made that way, so there is no gazayim sticker. Another pshat in the machloikas is shmilomar. The she'ayim boim arabu machloikas. The machloikas deals with boards that do not have a width of four tvachim. In the case of boards that do have a width of four tvachim, divra hakel it is psila. What questions Shmuel's approach? I am guanarbu. According to the opinion of Ramai, as it is explained by Shmuel, boards that do not have a width of four tvachim are invalid. Vafila pochus mishloish, and this restriction applies even where their width is less than three tvachim. According to Almanini, such boards are sticks. If they are invalid for schach, what is valid? What explains Shmuel's view? This is what Shmuel is saying. Yes, when Arabo de Brahako Psila. Boards that have a width of four tvachim are Psila in opinion of all. Pochas Meshloisha de Brahako Kshine. And boards that are less than three tvachim are valid in the opinion of all. My time, why are they valid? Kuna Balmani. De 
majestics. Keep playing the Machloika says, Mishloisho Adarbu, regarding boards between three and four Tzvokham wide. Matzah, the Rebida maintains, Kiv the less Nishir Mokam Loigazinon, since they lack the size of a Mokam Choshet, or not Goizid that they are invalid. Matzah, the maintains, Kiv the Nafkalam Atodislovet, since they are beyond the scope of Lovet, as it's more than three Tzvokham Gazinon, were Goizid that they are invalid. Tushima, another raya from the following Braise, Shnais Dinamitzdarven, two sheets which are Schach Puzzle, combined to equal four Tzvokham which passle the sicker when they're placed by enter. However, Shnein is Surim Aymitzdarven. Two boards do not combine to passle the sicker. This is the opinion of Rebide. But Rmai Oymer Afne Surim Kassadinam. Just as sheets combine to passle the sicker, so do boards. Nabi Shloim Lishmil. To Omer, Bishayin Bohem Arbu Machloikas. Avil Yesh Bohem Arbu, where the boards do have a width of four, Tivrahak Opsilim. In that case, the previous Braises speaks of a case that is less than four. My mitzvah, what does Ramaya mean by saying they combine to parcel the sicker? Mitzvah, he means that two boards, each narrower than four, combine to form an area of four tzvachim, which parcel the entire sicker when placed by emtza. Edelarav the Umar, but sheyesh buen arbu machlokes. Avol ayim buen arbu, where they do not have a width of four, they would hakuk So according to Rav, the previous brayse, they argue over a case where the boards have a width of four. If they each have a width of four tzvachim, normally that's tarifa. Why do they have to be combined? Each on its own has the sheet of dalat tzvachim that can parcel the second one placed by answer. And if they each do not have a width of four, am I, why would they parcel the second? According to Rav, anything less than four is like a stick and it's kushashach. The word explains, the the Brahma refers to boards that are four tzvachim wide. Imam is tarfin. What does the Ramaya mean by paskening that they parcel the sicker only if they combine? He means mistarfin la'arba amas menatzad. This halacha that four tzvachim parcels the sicker is only be'emtza. But if it is placed on the side of the sicker, it needs to be dalad amas for it to no longer be kusha through doifin akima. That is why Ramaya says mistarfin to reach dalad amas if it's placed menatzad. Lishnachrim. Bishloim lishmel. When it has a width of four, he would explain the They could combine to form a total width of four amas when placed at the side and parcel the second. El maintains the machloikas applies to boards four tvochem wide. He means Ramaya says that if it is four tvochem and it's placed menatzad, if it combines to four amas, it becomes puzzle. Even boards that have a width of four tzvachim are kosher. My Ahmed Starfin, Kona Ba'almanini. In his opinion, it is kosher schach. How can he say they do not combine, which implies they are not valid? When it answers either the Kumar Ma'amed Starfin, since Ramaya said the boards do combine to parcel the second, for the sake of contrast, Omar Abida Ahmed Starfin. But in fact, Abida maintains that even the boards themselves are valid. Tanaka Wusadrav and Tanaka Wusadishmil. First Tanaka Wusadrav. Sikha, if you cover a sikha when a surim shall eat it, she'ayin bo'anarbu. If it's less than four, they'll have a kshayr. But yesh bo'anarbu is a machloikas, and my poisel will be the machshir. Umar be the, a raya for his opinion, ma'asa b'sha'as l'skuna. Shavini, we brought a surim shahoi bo'anarbu, that had a way to fall. Isikachni agabu merpesas. We cover a porch with them, bishavni tachtayim. We sat beneath them to be yoy to the mitzvah. We see that boards four tzvachim wide are fit for covering a sikha. Amir loy misham raya, ayin sha'as l'skuna raya. You cannot bring a raya from a sha'as l'skuna. If the boards do not have a width of four, it is a machloikas, and my poison will be the machshir. In Moedramai, 
If between each board there is a space equal to the width of the board, you can insert psal, meaning between the boards, ikshayr. The Muda later on explains this is an akimta. The sikha is exactly eight amas wide. And in the center, you have eight tzfuchim of kushaschach. So the kushasikha is in the center, and the sides become yodoy fanakima, making the sikha valid. If you use a board that is four tzfuchim wide, the sikha is still kushed if you placed the board minatzad. But you may not sleep beneath that board. Because this fits with shmil. And all agree that a board of four tzfuchim you cannot sleep beneath.